Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm in an amazing mood today. I don't know what the fuck is going on, guys, but I'm feeling so good today. The weather's nice, the sun's out, the birds are chirping, and we are here. We're alive, another day of breath. I'm so thankful. So we are here today on the podcast to get into some real interesting content. Today, I wanted to like really finish off this overall theme I've had throughout the podcast this month, which was really focused on like this new transitional phase in your life, growth, um, change of like the dynamic of your relationships in your life, setting personal boundaries, being self-aware, removing toxic situations. So this month was really focused on like self-help. And I really, really love that for us. Um, A lot of you guys have been enjoying it and I'm like, thank God, because I didn't know how you guys were gonna feel about it. But today I wanted to kind of conclude this theme with going in depth about family. And I'm a firm believer that blood is not thicker than water. And I kind of want to get into kind of like my story a little bit with the dynamic of my family and how things usually play out, but I am a very opinionated person. I feel like I said that word really wrong or really weird, but I always have to express myself. That's just how I've always been my whole life. And it's always gotten me into like trouble. And it's always made me seem like I'm just like the smart ass and I'm just like this kid that's just rude and disrespectful. And sidebar to give you guys some background, I am West Indian, so my mom's Jamaican, my dad is Guyanese, and in Caribbean households, like, children are not allowed to really have a voice, and thankfully, my parents are a little more Americanized in that sense where we were allowed to express ourselves, but it was always seen as disrespect if things got a little too heated for my parents' liking, if that makes sense to you. See, the funny part about a lot of Caribbean households is that it's just like everyone has a license to that ass. Like, in most Caribbean families, it's like your parents are not the only ones that discipline you. You can get it from your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, your older cousin, like, you know, and that's something that I feel like it's frustrating when you're the kid that always looks like the bad guy. And here's the thing about me. I was never a bad kid. Like, I always was, like, in AP and honors classes, always was, like, on the right track, doing the right thing. But I'm not going to lie. I've always had a smart-ass mouth, right? Um, That was always, like, my thing. That's usually what I got in trouble for. But I think a lot of times because I grew up in a house um, with an older sibling on my mom's side and then two younger siblings on my dad's side, I often felt like people were so focused on kind of other things going on that people just assumed like I was good. Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, like people would check in, but it was kind of just like, well, so much of our energy is going into like everything else around us that it's kind of like, we know that since you're always on the right track, like you're good. And I started getting older. I started realizing like, damn, like people kind of expect me to have everything figured out. And like, the truth is I don't, like I'm only 22, so It's a lot of shit I don't have figured out, okay? I'm sure a lot of you guys can fucking relate, but it's stressful. It it really is stressful, and it didn't hit me until I started going really consistently to therapy. So I've been doing therapy for about almost a year now, like consistent. Um, I used to go to therapy back in like early, I want to say 2018, 
Um, and it was very beneficial. I actually really enjoyed it. I felt like I got a lot of breakthrough, but I kind of fell off. I'm not going to cap. I fell off a lot, but I'm back on it. I've been on it for the last year consistently. Maybe I've missed maybe three or four sessions at most, but for the most part, it's been good. And um, I've done both individual and family therapy with my dad. And to be honest, as I was like really you know, talking about a lot of the things that I've been through, my therapist really like showed me that I still have this like younger me inside that's not over a lot of the things that has happened in my life. And that younger part of me is what's yearning out for certain things. And I think that's a really great point that she brought up because I think a lot of us have this younger us inside that causes us to have certain reactions to things due to like things that we've dealt with and like triggers that we have and we may not know like why that triggers you. For example, me personally, you know, growing up in school, I wasn't quiet. Like I was always like a class clown, if you want to say. Um, but like I said, I always did well in school. So it was kind of just like, yo, I'm going to do what I want in school because I know that like my grades are good. So I'm Gucci, but I wasn't like the most like dominant person in a sense of like, I've definitely let people walk all over me. I've definitely let people punk me. I definitely have let people, you know, think that they could say whatever. And I just wasn't a very confrontational person, to be quite honest with you. So as I started getting older, more pushing towards high school and college, I found my voice and I kind of found like my groove and I was able to figure out that like, yo, I will really beat a, a bitch up. <laughs> like, like, I'm not promoting violence, guys, but I'm saying like, it took me a while to find that confidence to be like, yo, I, I can't let this person talk to me like that. Or what that person say to me, like, don't worry, I'm gonna handle it. Like it was, I just found my voice. Like I was just like, yo, I'm not really scared of nobody no more. Like. I'm very sure of myself. I know who I am and I know what the fuck I'm going to go for and what I'm not going to go for. And I felt like I found my voice and I never lost it. And what I started to notice was during that time of me kind of like figuring out my voice, I started like being a bitch to everyone. Like people would say things to me and I was just always on 10. Like, so what you want to do? Or I don't care. I was just being an asshole because I was just like, I found my voice and I'm always going to say how I feel, you know? And it's like, I was always speaking my mind, speaking my mind, speaking my mind. And those things are great. But then it's like, at the same time, it's detrimental because you feel like you're kind of overcompensating and you, you can borderline that love, that, that fine line of like, you don't want to also feel like you're overly dominant especially in like a friendship or in a relationship because when you feel like you always have to assert yourself now that you know how to assert yourself you start asserting yourself with the wrong people and I never understood like why it was that me doing that it was like I felt like I was like doing what I had to do and I felt like I was always speaking up for what I wanted and what I deserved but then when it came to like my family dynamic, I felt like I was always seen as the bad guy. And for me, I was just like, yeah, I've always had a smart mouth and I always kind of like said how I felt. But now that I'm like standing on how I feel, I feel like people in my family started like pushing back. And it became a thing where it was like, yo, like 
I'm the bad guy of the family. I feel like I'm always the bad guy. And I think I started to wear that. Like, well, fuck it. I'm going to be the bad guy then. But like when something happens, I'm going to speak up for what's wrong, what's right or wrong. Sorry. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I just felt like I always had to defend everyone and speak up. And because of that typical, like I mentioned earlier, that typical like Caribbean household dynamic, as a child, a lot of people don't have that voice. And I can only speak on, obviously, Caribbean households because I'm Caribbean. But if you are, you know, from a different ethnic background, you probably do have similar experiences. But you don't always have certain leeway to say certain things in your household. So it's like when you find that voice and you find, like, how you want to, like, move and you're, like, comfortable in, in the role you're going to play now, you kind of, like, never lose it. It's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I've been quiet for too long. So... I say all of that to say, um, I wanted to open up about that because not only do I know that some people can relate to that, but I also feel like it makes me feel like I'm getting a sense of therapy within myself because that inner child never really leaves you until you heal and you, you kind of understand things differently. And that's kind of what started to happen for me in therapy. Like, I didn't understand that I was like, moving the way I was moving or thinking how I'm, I've been thinking because that inner child in me hasn't healed from certain things. And it's like, damn, those certain little insecurities I has, had when I was younger or those certain ways that I felt like maybe I wasn't heard or maybe I wasn't understood. When I do feel like I'm in a position where I'm not heard or understood, I react and I, I overcompensate and it comes off abrasive. But that's just that little me that's like, I'm not over feeling like that. And certain people can bring it out in me in different ways. I know for me, I feel like sometimes with my parents, it can come out a little bit because I think a lot of the attention, like I said, was put to other things in certain ways because people always knew that I was doing what I was supposed to do. So they always just assume like, Tyler's strong, she's smart, she knows where she's um, going, sorry, I can't speak. (laughs) She knows where she's going in life and shit like that. So for them, it's like, well, let's put our focus into maybe, you know, other people in the family who may need a little more guidance, which is cool and it's fine. But growing up, you start to assert this certain level of independence that you really shouldn't have in a way. Like, I think that people made me have a seat at the adult table too early and it's funny that I say that and I know um one of my really close friends Erica is listening um we had this conversation a few weeks ago but she made that point that we both kind of feel like we were we were kids sitting at the adult table like you know how in the how in like black families at like Christmas or Thanksgiving there's like the kid table and then there's the adult table right I feel like I had a seat at the adult table too early and I was able to understand very complex conversations and dynamics a little bit too young and it made me really independent, which is great and it's so beneficial, but at the same time, it kind of forces you to grow up and not really deal with maybe some of your childhood issues. I hope you guys are resonating with what I'm saying and I hope that it's making sense. But here's my thing. A lot of times we're taught that blood is thicker than water. But that shit 
is just not realistic. I have people in my family that I, I don't even fucking know. Like, yeah, we're family, but I don't really know you. And I'm the type of person where my friends are like my family. Like, I spend holidays with my friends and we we really bond on a deeper level past, oh, we're just friends, you know? And I feel like my friends know me better than a lot of my own family. Um, I would say that I'm obviously very close to my immediate family and especially like my relationship with my mom and my grandmother. Um, it's extremely, extremely close. And I would say that after them, my friends would probably be up there with some of the closest people that I have in my life. And for a long time, I feel like I always assumed that like, if people are your family, you just should like move on and like get over things because like at the end of the day, family's family, you know, whether you fight with your parents, you fight with your, your brothers and your sisters or whatever. But I got to a place in my life, I would say probably like 2019, where I realized that like, Toxic family members do not deserve to be in your life. And whether they're toxic or that season of y'all life and where you guys are at in your lives are toxic, you just don't need that around you. And we need to normalize cutting off family members because sometimes it's very necessary. And I know a lot of people get to like 18, 19, 20 and they're like, yo, I'm gonna move out or... I gotta go because like I can't get along with this person or I'm not seeing eye to eye with these people in my family. And that is probably like the most liberating feeling when you can like literally remove yourself from a situation where like where, where you are within your family environment is just so toxic that it's just like, yo, me leaving is going to be probably the best thing I can do to actually like better myself and be a happier person because family can really, really, really fuck you up. And a lot of people don't get to find their happiness until they're in their own independent space and they can grow. So I say all of that to say that I really want you guys as the listeners to start to value yourself and what you have to say matters. How you feel is valid. And sometimes family has a way of making you feel crazy sometimes for how you react to things or how you feel about certain things. But everyone's humans, you know? And it is important to understand that parents are humans before they're parents. So people are not perfect. People fuck up. People, you know, they're learning how to be parents every day. Like some of us are our parents' first kids. So there's a lot of, you know, you gotta give grace in certain areas and we can agree on that. However, let's stop making excuses for our family members and let's stop just moving on from things because we're family you know it's important to talk about things it's important to apologize when you're wrong it's important to hear each other out and to understand that a lot of times we have hurt each other in our families because everything's always been like let's just move on we're family and that shit is irritating as fuck and a lot of our parents would do that with us because I feel like they didn't want to take accountability. Like, you ever argue with your parents and then you go in your room, you close your door. Maybe two, three hours later, your parent comes and knocks like, you hungry, you want to eat? And then you're like, okay. And now y'all are cool again. Nothing was discussed. Nothing was hashed out. Nothing was addressed. You were not validated or they were not validated. And I think 
it mainly happens when parents don't want to admit they're wrong and it's kind of like, well, let's brush this under the rug, I'm going to feed you and we're going to just be cool. And because you are their child, you do need them in that moment when you're younger, you you know, you rely on your parents, you know, for financial support, food, you know, your basic day to day. When you get a little older, it's a little easier for you to separate yourself and be like, no, I'm going to put my foot down because I don't need you 100% anymore. Um, but these are things that I just feel like we really, really, really need to discuss these things um, in family units and let's stop just pushing shit under the rug. Family can be toxic and family members do deserve to be cut off and blood is not thicker than water. You know, some friends are better to you than your own damn family and that's some real shit. I think that when you're younger, your priorities are kind of a little fucked, you know, you kind of have more of like that I don't give a fuck attitude and I was like that probably from like 16 to 20. I was really heavy on the I don't give a fuck whether we talk or we don't, you know? Like I had the people in my family I was close to and I just kept my life rolling. And you kind of don't think things will affect you, but as you start to get older and your mindset starts to shift and now you're focused on like, you know, building a life for yourself and in the future, your own kids and your own family, it, it really does force you to deal with things. And I think that before any of us start to build our own families, have children and, you know, enter into new phases of our life, it's important to really deal with the things that have affected us in our childhood because you're going to bring those things to your kids. And the things that your parents did to you that were hurtful, if you don't deal with them, recognize them and work through them, you will begin to mirror those behaviors with your own kids. And a lot of times I know parents, they don't really like to deal with a lot of shit. Like we're the generation that goes to therapy at 20. Our parents are going to therapy now in their 40s and 50s. You see the difference? Like, it wasn't normalized back then. We're in a great place in this generation where we're okay with admitting we need help. We're okay with admitting we're hurt and, and you know, we need guidance and we need to go to therapy. We need to talk. Um, they didn't learn that. So a lot of the things that hurt them and traumatized them, they even, they either, sorry, are modeling those behaviors now um, when they're having their kids, or they are traumatized by it, and then we have to kind of deal with picking up the pieces of maybe the way that they communicate with us, or some of the things that they may say and do as parents that we watch, and we're like, oh, like, that's kind of fucked up that you said that to your kid. Like, sometimes I think back to certain things I've experienced, and I'm like, damn, like, you know, I, I probably would never say that to my child, you know? But these are things that come with self-awareness and and really getting self-help or you know whatever you want to see it as but these are things that we really need to prioritize um we got to deal with what's happened to us when we were younger and it's not easy and even to this day there's things that as a child you know happened but you can't remember and that's because it was traumatic and you pushed it so far down that you can't remember it but the subconscious mind will really, really, really show its ass in your daily life and the way you react to things. Um, so it's important to really work through those things. It's crazy because a lot of people don't realize that your family relationships really do shape how you view relationships in your life in totality. And for me, 
it hasn't always been like the best thing I would say about myself. But one thing about me is unless you are really like somebody that I consider like a lifeline in terms of friend wise, I can cut people off. Like I can cut off a friend. Like, and I always wondered kind of like why I had that mentality. And I think where that comes from is, like I said, when I began to kind of really find my voice and, you know, figure out how I feel about things, I was able to like cut off my some of my own family. And yeah, it affected me. Yeah, it hurt, but you move on. You you know, life goes on. And it's crazy because before therapy, I didn't really know that was the reason why. Um, it was just something that like, it wasn't hard for me. Like I'm the type of person where I'm a great friend to people and if I feel like, you know, it's just not working or I'm good, I just I just move different and I just kind of avoid that and I cut it off. And like I said, it's weird because it's only like unless you're like my solid core couple people, it's it's not hard for me at all. And Now I know that a lot of that stems from, you know, my family dynamic because there's been times I've had to cut off my own family and it hurts. But like I said, life goes on and shit keeps moving. So that's just a prime example that like when when you don't really understand what you haven't healed from or if you don't really understand how your family has affected you, then you won't really understand why you do the things you do, Um, which is crazy because we're now what in our 20s and we're dealing with stuff that we were feeling since we were like probably seven eight nine years old so it just goes to show that you know things don't just disappear you got to deal with shit and it's important to work through things that sometimes feel so difficult and it feels so impossible but it's possible and it's doable and Everyone has to do it. Everyone has a past, but everybody also has a very promising future. You just really have to work on the things that could be detrimental to you. Um, And when they go unnoticed, then they start to really play out in different places in your life. And, you know, you start wondering, like, why is all these things happening to me? And, like, what, like, what did I do to deserve this life, you know? But it's because when you don't deal with shit, shit catches up to you. And then it feels like it's all hitting at one time, so... I hope you guys feel like this episode was helpful or at least insightful. Maybe it didn't help you, but maybe it it brought you a little closer to maybe some things that you never understood about yourself or others. And that's just overall my goal. You guys know I'm not like a fucking guru, but I just talk my shit and it's just relatable. So if you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to rate it five stars or to leave a good review. Um share it follow us on instagram and interact let me know what you guys want to hear if you're looking to work with me and you would love to be interviewed on a podcast or promote your music or business please just go to my instagram and email me and we can definitely work so i'll talk to you guys next week and we're gonna get into some more um fun content now that we're kind of past the like self-help theme which is never going to really end on my channel because I'm always working on myself no cap and I'm always coming to realizations and shit but um the this has been a heavy month like I I can definitely admit the podcasts have been heavy I think it's it's good for us because sometimes you got to work through the shit and you got to feel it 
but it's been heavy so I think moving toward the next episode we'll do something a little lighter I think that would be fun so I'll talk to you guys next time have a wonderful day guys and tell these motherfuckers that you don't give a fuck period (laughs) thank you for making it through another episode of chicken soup for the baddie soul don't forget to rate this podcast review it and share it with your friends and family Also, we are now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check out our social media handles to get all the scoop. See you guys next time. Bye!